You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. A couple things right off the bat. Um, I called Colton. Fuck, I just did it again. I called Clayton Colton so many times in last week's episode. I'm only like, I'm only on Wednesday of last week. Like, I'm only on the first day of my entry, and I'm just talking about The Bachelor a lot, and there's more to come. Um, And I've already called Clayton Colton so many times, so sorry about it. And then also, Amanda texted me um, about, she's listening to last week's episode. And I just, you know, I'm not in the country music scene. I want to be after the concert. Like, I really feel like I might get into country music, like start listening to it in the car. Um, but I kept calling Ingrid Andrus Ingress Andress, which I really feel like that just really flows right off the tongue. I was doing it the night of the concert, the day after, and I was doing it on the podcast, too. So Ingrid Andrus Clayton, no clue what his last name is. Isn't that weird? I know what like everyone's last name as far as bachelors and bachelorettes. Michelle Young, Caitlin Bristow, Ben Higgins, Colton Underwood, uh, Becca Kufrin. Uh, uh, who else is there? I mean, there's been so many. I have not the slightest idea what Clayton's last name is. No clue. Why is his last name not involved in any of this? Hi, guys. Um, <clears throat> We just had dinner, so I had a lash. It's eight, almost eight thirty. I had a lash appointment today, and I've never had one midweek with my new schedule. I've always had them on Saturdays, but she's not there every Saturday, so we had to work something out. So my appointment was at five forty-five. I really got there at like five fifty-five. As I was rushing up the stairs, I heard someone coming towards me. I was about to yell "corner" when I came around the corner, and I stopped myself the last second, and then I turned the corner, and it was Violetta, my friend. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy to see you." She started going to my lash girl. And we are on the same schedule, so we're, we're synced up, kind of like a period. And so I run into her now at my appointments, and I just love that for us because we don't get to hang out that often, but we talk all the time. Like right now, Violetta and I have a text conversation, a conversation on my personal Instagram going, and a, pers- and a conversation on my What the Chuck podcast page going, three different conversations. And that's pretty typical for us. Maybe not the texting. Ooh, did you just hear that? That was my neck. Maybe not the texting, but definitely the Instagram. Just like I talk to her at least every day. So at least once a day, every day. So yeah, anyways, um, went to my last appointment, then had to run to Rayleigh's because first of all, I'm just like, I'm, 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 I'm in a rut with like my lunches and my dinners. And this happens every year. I feel like I've been eating pretty well, like very well balanced, um, not overeating. And I just feel like I've been just doing well so far this year. But there always comes a time in the year, it's a slippery slope where things start to shift and then it's just all downhill from there. And I feel, I feel it coming. So I need more lunch options because I'm getting bored. I'm eating eggs every single day. And first I was eating it on like this keto, like keto bread, even though I'm not doing keto, just a low calorie bread. Then I was putting eggs in a tortilla. And now I'm just like, I I don't know what to do. And then last night we had that pizza, right? We went to one speed. Neither of us were super impressed. Like the pizza just wasn't good as it normally is. I ordered fries for Brett and they forgot them. Luckily we didn't get charged for them, but I had hell about bad heartburn last night from the pizza and I had it today, like bad heartburn. So now I'm like, well, can't eat one speed again. Like it was not, it was like 70 bucks for two pizzas and not that good. So um, obviously we're just going to go back to eating. Last night was batch finale. I thought I was craving pizza. So we did it. Fuck it. YOLO. But tonight, Brett was like, what are we going to have for dinner? He was like, what if I made chicken on like some rice? I've been craving rice, you guys. So I had some chicken with some rice um, in the rice with some like broccoli and mushrooms. And um, we were eating dinner. And Brett was like, I feel like this is like a really well balanced dinner. He's like, I feel like we've just been having chicken and baked potatoes. And he's like, and I don't like it. He was like, there's veg in here. There's got a carb. We've got protein. But he breaded the chicken with panko breadcrumbs. And I was like, I feel guilty. It's just like I said, it's a slippery slope. The rice, I don't I don't really like want to get in the habit of eating rice for dinner. And then I don't want to eat these breaded panko breadcrumbs on my chicken. And the next thing you know, we're going to be putting cheese on the chicken on the rice. You know what I mean? Like it's just for me, it is a very slippery slope. And once Brett has me crossed over to the dark side, there's no turning back. So I was telling him like, I really just want to be careful with our dinners and things like that. So then I showed him a video of what I'm going to be making for like my lunch tomorrow. So Emily Manko or whatever on TikTok, she makes the the salmon thing. She was the, she's the salmon girl. She makes all these great recipes. And typically they're things that I'm never going to be able to make like pork shoulder and shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. I do not have the skill to be able to follow that. But she did make overnight oats recently. I feel like I brought it up. And so I wanted to test it out. So I got 
oats. We already had honey. We've been um, eating local honey every day for our allergies. A little vanilla extract, Greek yogurt, um, oat milk. And then she used chia seeds, but I didn't do that. And then put that in the fridge overnight. And then tomorrow, cut up a banana, put it on top. I got some peanut butter, like some healthier peanut butter, um, not like Jif or whatever to put on top. And that's what I'm going to have. So I was I was like showing that to Brad. And he was like, well, that's not healthy. Oh, you're going to have that for breakfast. That's going to be filling. So you're going to have breakfast and lunch. I'm like, you do not need to be chiming in about what I'm eating, how much I'm eating, when I'm eating it. I'm the one that's telling you that you, you've you been buying bread at a rapid rate, sourdough, brioche. I'm like, get it the fuck out of my face. I need something that's a healthier option. Like, yeah, that's going to be feeling. Also, we've been going ham on Jamba Juice. I need another option because it's getting out of control. So like, do I want to be eating oatmeal every day? No, but I'm also fucking sick of eggs and I need to mix it up and I can't just eat like no, gr- like, okay, I don't want to say that I've been doing whole because I haven't. But I've been doing like, you know, light on the grains, light on the dairy. I haven't been really paying attention to everything else. Sugar. I don't really eat a lot of sugar anyways, but like I've been getting barbecue, like no sugar added barbecue sauce if I'm using barbecue sauce on something. I've just been making better choices. And um, yeah, so I'm excited about the overnight oats. I'll keep you posted on how those go. I normally I wake up, have a coffee and then have lunch and then we have dinner and my lunch has just been eggs. So my plan tomorrow is to have a coffee, have the overnight oats for my lunch, see where that puts me for the day, see how I'm feeling after that. Am I full? Do I feel like shit afterwards? Like what's the deal with it? I'll keep you posted and I'll post the TikTok. I don't think I already have. I think I saved it with the intention, but I don't think I ever ended up posting it. Um, about four or five of you now have messaged me. Costco has is selling the uni, the pizza oven. And so many of you have tagged me or messaged me and said, well, if Brett needs another one. And last night, oh my God, we were dying in bed when I got the first message saying, Costco has them now if you need to buy another one. Fucking hilarious. The fat, it's just so, it couldn't be more perfect. Yeah, like, yeah, let's get a third one, please. Um... So I was going to talk a little bit about entertainment news because there's kind of a lot going on right now, but it's late and I want to wrap this up. We'll not wrap it up. I have two more topics that I want to talk talk about and I have a feeling I'm going to be talking about them for probably about 10 minutes. So here we go. First of all, Kim Kardashian was on the Ellen show today and everyone's talking about it. I haven't watched the full video yet. I just watched the two minute clip of her talking about Pete's Kim, what we thought was a tattoo on his chest. It was in the selfie that he sent to Kanye saying, I'm in your wife's bed. It's on like his shoulder, like um, phalanges, ulna, radius, humerus, clavicle, scapula, sternum, ribs, femur, patella. Okay, I can't remember what bone it is, but I do know the bones. Thanks. Shout out to Miss Pam from Bancroft Elementary. Femur, patella, tibia, fibula, phalanges, calcate, cal phalanges, calcate, vertebrae, mandible, skull, elvis shakes his pelvis. I'm drawing a black cranium. Oh, whatever. I lost my, I lost my flow. So he, uh, Ellen asks him, uh, Ellen asks Kim about it. First she said Kim, or Pete posted this video, or this picture. He did not post the picture. He sent it to Kanye in a text that was not funny. I mean, it was funny, but we don't like to say that it's funny because Kim had, or fuck, so many Ks. Pete had such a good tone in that text thread, but he just ruined it with that I'm in your wife's bed. We already know how I feel about that because I talked about it. So Kim ends up telling Ellen that it is not a tattoo. It's a brand. It is a, he branded himself with Kim's name. And she was like, he just wanted something to be permanent. That would never go away. I'm like, even when the relationship goes away, he's still going to want it. And then she said, because he had gotten these other tattoos for me, but this one was like, you know, this one was like really special. She was, she loves it, first of all. She loves it. She didn't tell us what the third tattoo is, but she also said that he has on his chest, um, my girl's a lawyer. So many things. First of all, you guys have been DMing me. So um, disclaimer, not all these thoughts are mine or all these thoughts are mine. What's the disclaimer supposed to be? All these thoughts are my own. So one person DM'd me and said that like Kim loves a love bomb and Pete loves to love bomb the people that he's with, which is so true. Proposed to Ariana after like six months, got tattoos of her. Um, and, and Kim loves these big grand gestures. Kanye with a saxophone on Valentine's Day, all the flowers, all the balloons. Kim loves the grand gestures. Pete loves to love bomb. This is like a match made in heaven. 
So she says, yeah, it's just really sweet. You know, we just wanted something that would that would be there forever. And yeah, so I just, I think it's really great. I didn't watch the rest of the interview. I definitely plan on it. But the fact that Pete has a brand of Kim on his body, my sister-in-law's sister was like, let me just read her text because she had some really good things to say. I'm going to pull them up right now. It'll just take me a second. Let me, oh, fuck. Oh, I appreciate you guys that have been following and liking and entering contests that I'm posting on the radio station page. That's the type of shit that I need to see because my job's on the line. (laughs) So if you see it, like it, not, what is her Instagram name? I get, I could probably find it. It's from today, but my DMs are popping. Okay, founder. She said, this is just like MGK, Megan, Court, and Travis. They're going too hard because they like the attention. It's not sustainable long term, which I totally agree with. I said in response, it gives me anxiety. The fact that Kim thinks it's cute, it's wild to me. She doesn't seem like the type, but she clearly is. Maybe it's because she's been so out of love with Kanye. I'm not used to seeing her like this because I totally forgot about her previous relationship. So my sister-in-law's sister reminded me. She said um, she was like this before Kanye. She was like this with Reggie, with Chris, just openly down and showing it. Kanye is what changed that. He wanted her to be this decorative statue. Remember, Pete got one for Ariana Grande, too. It's it's all temporary for tattoo people, which is true. I truly think everything she they do is super calculated and steered toward keeping them in the headlines. She saw the attention Courtney was getting with Travis and found something comparable. Also, if she's super if she's super open in their relationship, it helps switch the headlines from Kanye being insane and their divorce divorce and their divorce from Brooklyn, New York, um, their divorce to her new love. All great points. In my head, I'm just shocked that like Kim is the way that she like punched her fist, like when she talked about a brand, it's like she was nervous to say it. She hasn't yet embraced the fact that she's letting her freak flag fly, just like Courtney and Travis and MGK and Megan. Like she's not used to just being this out in the open and tongues in each other's faces and tattoos and branding. But this was like her first step out into like, I'm coming out. We're crazy. He's got a brand on him. And I think in him, I'm coming. Like it's crazy. This was her first taste of being public with their freakiness and their like just like wildness and um she like tiptoed into the water she tasted to check to see the temperature and then she just dove right in saying like it's cute and i love the tattoos that he gets for me i thought pete was getting all of his tattoos removed is he just getting all of his visible tattoos removed because that's not what i thought was happening here so he's still getting hella tattoos over his other tattoos on his torso but his arms and everything and his neck that's what's going Didn't know that. I mean, he has to have some canvas to show affection for the people that he dates. I was also talking to Chinos on the morning show on the station in Oregon that I track for. And I was saying to him, like, where does she go from here? Like, or no, he was saying, let me let's pull up his text since we're just reading text messages. Might as well. Right. He said, um, He's going to fuck her up worse than Kanye. And I said, the whole thing's fascinating to me. I'm not used to seeing her so head over heels, but that's because she's just been tolerating Kanye for years. Basically the same thing I said to Monica. And he said, it's because he's a normal guy. He's a comedian who just happened to be famous. I bet he has no ego, makes fun of himself, and it's like any other dude you've met. That's why all the chicks love him. All those celebrity guys got to worry about their image. Pete doesn't. He he lets, he's, he's normal. I said, yeah, you're right. And she said, and Chino said, and she won't get it when he leaves. And I said, who? is he gonna leave her for he's at the top right now only way from here is down he said kim's the top i honestly think so like he obviously has a type or actually kind of doesn't because he's kind of dated a lot of different women but he's had ariana grande he's had kate beckinsale i mean the list is long and now he's dating kim kardashian who the fuck is he gonna leave kim kardashian for please someone tell me i would love to know brett it has the news on so loud right now Anyways, I just don't know when this is going to crash and burn. I definitely think that it is. Like, I would bet everything that they are, that this is not a long-lasting relationship. Do I think that they could potentially get engaged? I don't know. Maybe. Will they get married? I don't know. Maybe. But I highly doubt it. I think it would end before they got to that step. Like, I just don't, I just don't get it. 
I do not get it. And then all the posts that Kanye was posting today, it's gotten real bad. Someone needs to take his phone from him. Like someone needs to put him, someone needs to get him some help, like for real. I wonder what the people around him are thinking. Like the guy that was shooting the documentary, there were so many parts towards the tail end of that documentary, Kanye in recent years, where he was just acting erratic. And so he turned the camera off. He's not going to document his friend acting crazy like why doesn't anyone else step in and help him I'm sure that it's probably hard but I'm also sure that it could probably be done okay I'm done talking about that I really want to talk about The Bachelor from last night because that shit was wild so we started watching it and you know to start I mean obviously spoilers ahead but by this point you've had a week so sorry about it if you haven't watched it yet that's your own goddamn fault so it's I mean there's so much to go over I could recap the entire episode but I did that kind of last week a lot and I felt like it was very long-winded and I feel more so bad for people that don't watch The Bachelor that listen to this podcast so hey guys let me know if you don't listen to The Bachelor do you, or if you don't watch The Bachelor do you just fast forward through me talking about it or do you actually listen to it inquiring minds want to know so it's starts out with Clayton basically saying that <clears throat> he wants to be with Susie. Susie comes in to his parents like Airbnb and she meets them and then she immediately says like uh, the dad says oh can I take your coat and she says oh I think we just need to go outside and talk so they go outside and talk Clayton expresses himself she says okay well I really appreciate you telling me that like she's being super sweet to him again no tears really shed very minimal and she ends up leaving she doesn't go back inside which I'm sure no one was expecting and Kate Clayton looks very heartbroken and then after that that's basically when he decides that he needs to break up with the other two women which is wild to me I'm like bro the second that he said that I was like you mean to tell Tell me you slept with the other two girls. You then said that you loved the other girl the most. Then she went home and then you told the other girls what you did and then you begged them to stay and now they're staying and you're about to break up with them. What the actual fuck? So we get straight to that. We go to where the girls are in the room talking and Clayton enters and I'm like, okay, well, who's he going to talk to first? And then he just sits down and breaks up with them as a group. Doesn't even give them the decency of separating them and having the conversation. Kill two birds with one stone. Why would I have that tough conversation twice when I could just have it once? And so Gabby is a fucking OG. Gets up and just walks out. Not a tear shed, rightfully so. No tears should be shed for him. He is not fucking worth it. And Rachel automatically breaks down. So Clayton first goes to Gabby's room. She is... um. Arms crossed, like not giving it, not having it. She's making great points. He's trying to apologize. She's just like, your words mean nothing to me. She has so many good one-liners. She is so clear, calm, correct, concise when she talks. It's just great. And then Clayton goes, well, am I able to walk you out? First of all, Clayton, wrong fucking question. Are you able to? I don't know. Can you walk? Yes, you're probably able to. I think what you meant to walk, meant to ask is, can I walk you out? Or no, that's not even right. Do you want me to walk you out? And the answer is fucking no. Why the fuck would she want you to walk her out? She doesn't need an escort. She's not leaving right now she doesn't fucking need you she was like no iconic she is a fucking icon at this point in the in the program in the program we're sitting down to watch the Lawrence Welk show at this point in the episode I am on Twitter and I am the president of the Gabby fan club I am singing her praises I can't say enough okay she leaves that's it the audience is cheering her grandpa his little little face in the corner of our screen and he's just so fucking proud of her and then um, Clayton goes back into Rachel's room and she is crying hysterically. She obviously wears um, falsies, but she wears like the pieces, like not not a full strip. She wears like the individuals. So she's crying and there's already individuals stuck to the side of her face. It was stuck there for a long time, too. I was like, damn it, girl. So wipe your face. She finally found it and like wiped it off. But she is just like not as not as well spoken. I can't stand the sound of her crying at this point because I've heard it so much. I do feel bad for her. It's not that I feel less bad for her over Gabby. I just like the Gabby. I like the way the Gabby reacted. Although if it were me, I probably would have reacted like Rachel because I'm going to emotional ass bitch and so Clayton is just apologizing she's like just saying you're gonna regret this someday yada 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 he says can I walk you out she says yes which I always feel like is so bizarre like did she was just gonna leave all of her stuff like what I think happens is that he puts her in the car and the car comes back and then she gets all of her stuff and actually leaves I just don't understand like I don't know anyways so he walks her downstairs she hugs him she's like are you really gonna put me in the car right now you're she's panicking I can 
feel it. I can see it. I can hear it in her voice. You're really going to put me in the car right now. You're really, I can't believe you're going to do this to me. You're really going to put me in the car right now. Like she just cannot believe that it's actually fucking happening. And I can't either because listening back to my podcast this week, uh, last week, I thought that Rachel was like the front runner. I thought that's who he was most in love with, most attracted to. So she gets in the car. She's crying hysterically. The bottom of our screen shows her dad who is fucking pissed off. And then both of the girls get to talk to Clayton and Gabby was ready. I felt like she was not rehearsed, but I felt like she knew what she wanted to say. She got in there. She was friendly. She was cordial. She was a lot warmer to Clayton than Rachel was. Rachel was still a little cold to him. And Rachel tried to act like she didn't give a fuck. She's like, I'm not emotional because I still have feelings for you, which I feel like is a bold faced lie. But do you, girl, whatever you got to do to save face like that's fine by me. So Gabby comes out and you know, they talk, they have their conversation. He apologizes. I don't understand a word that he says. I don't believe a word that he says. He's just trying to save his own ass. He keeps saying like, I did love you guys. And I was in love with you. Blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, you know, Jesse says, oh, Gabby, you know, I wish you the best in, in, um, all your future endeavors. And I hope that you find love or whatever. She cracks a smile. That's very suspicious. And I'm onto her at this point. And then Jesse says the same thing to Rachel. Rachel has a totally straight face. Also, Rachel sitting so awkwardly on the couch because her dress is so tight. She like cannot move in it. She can't cross her legs. Nothing. So she's sitting so awkwardly and the camera angles from like behind her. I'm like, you guys aren't doing her any favors and she doesn't smile or anything. So at this point, I'm like, Gabby's going to be the next bachelorette. So then we go back to the show and Clayton has Susie come out and he's He's going to propose to her. He gives her this whole speech, shows her the ring box, but not the ring. Says, this is how serious I am. Wow, Clayton, you really know how to romance them. Please. My goodness. I mean, what? Like, don't. It was just all wrong. And Susie very calmly says, like, I just don't think you're my person. I don't think I'm your person. I'm so glad that we had this conversation. And like, I think that you're great. And I think there's someone out there for both of us. I just don't think it's each other. And he was like, so are you saying this is done? And she's like, yeah, I'm saying this is done. Everyone's she's smiling. He's not. He walks her out to the car and she leaves. And he's standing in the wind slash rain. Um just standing there and then we go to the studio audience and Jesse's like the first time in bachelor history which I didn't know that was true that the that the groom's been turned down at the altar that was the first time that's wild to me and so he's like and that's the end of Clayton's story and then he moves his eyebrows abruptly and says or is it and so then Clayton comes out and then they say that there's Clayton says that someone reached out to him after the show that he was not expecting to reach out to him and um they've been together or dating or whatever and so they get a close-up of this person's feet and then they bring her out and it's fucking Susie so after all that she's like I just think we needed to rebuild our foundation and I think that we just needed to learn about each other again and start from the beginning and start from scratch and build it from the ground up which I get it and I feel like she was being very strong for them and she was clearly by his side didn't make up any excuses for him didn't even really address the other women just said like this is what we are now he's my boyfriend we're in love He's moving in with me like tomorrow to Virginia. They brought up engagement a couple times, which was so awkward. Like Neil, Neil Lane just must need to get a certain amount of plugs per season to like do the rings for free or whatever the fuck he does. So they had in there like maybe Neil, Neil is good. Did I call him Neil Young? Whatever. Neil, Neil, no, I called him Neil Lane. And so Clayton stands up at one point and we all think that he's going to propose, but he just goes to get a rose. Thank God. And was like, Susie, will you have the final rose? And she's like, yes. And it's so fucking annoying. She does say something about engagement. I haven't watched any of their post finale interviews. And then she posted today a reel of them, what they've been up to the past four months. And it does look really cute. They do look really in love. Even though I hate Clayton, I'm happy for them. They seem to be great together, whatever. And so then Jesse goes, okay, next up, we're going to tell you who the new bachelorette is. It's not Gabby. It's not Rachel. And so we go to commercial. And at this point, I'm caught up to live TV because I was fast forwarding the rest. So Brett and I are talking. He's like, who do you think I could it could be? And I was like, I literally have no idea. Like, I have no guesses at all. I saw that Serene was there, but I was like, there's no way it's going to be her because her personality didn't really shine through. My friend Christy, she's just getting caught up. She just said, fucking Susie, what a slut. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that she just said that. And I caught that in real time. So Brett's like, who do you think it could be? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, what if it was both of them? I was like, they did have one season. The very first season that I watched The Bachelorette, it was Caitlin and Britt and the guys voted who they wanted to stay. And I was like, there's no way that they would do that with these two, though, because they've already been put up against each other. That's not going to be a thing. And then we get back and Jess said, like I said, it's not Susie or it's not fucking Susie. It's not Gabby. It's not Rachel. And then I was like, it's fucking both of them. And he says, it's both of them. And I'm like, 
oh my, I'm losing my mind, right? I'm like, how is this going to work? These poor girls were just put against each other for this season. And now they're going to be competing for, for, for the same guys because he said there's 30 guys like waiting outside in a limo. I don't know if they've already cast the 30 guys or what, but that is bullshit if they had. What they should have done, because we obviously know Bachelor in Paradise is about to be like right now. What they should have done is had people apply for them so that people would apply for for Gabby, people would apply for Rachel instead of just having guys already pre-picked and then they have to decide which one they like better and they could probably have ill intentions. Like no, I feel like I would never want to be the lead with a pre-picked cast. Like I would want a cast that applied to be there for me and I feel like that's part of where the show is going wrong. Like you're setting yourself up for failure if you're just casting guys to date whoever and then let's say they get there and the girl's not their type they just have to fake it because they want to be on tv like it's just a recipe for disaster and then you have 30 guys and the girls are gonna have to date all the same guys like didn't they just go through this why and so I was screaming at my tv I was fucking so upset it made no sense to me and then I got on twitter to see what other people were saying shockingly a lot of people weren't really talking about it I need to look again today because I feel like some people watch it the next day And then I saw a tweet from Reality Steve and it made it, I always say, make it make sense. It made it made sense for, it made it make sense. It made it, it made it make sense for me. (laughs) He said, when you're 20 years and 46 seasons into a franchise, some things, sometimes you got to change things up. This made sense after what we watched tonight. Sure, it'll be different and we don't know exactly how the dates will go yet, but that's what will keep people intrigued, and I'm all for it. And you know what? He's right. It's the same old, same old. We know exactly the pace of the show, what's going to happen when. I, this could be the the, fre- the refresh that the show needs. And while I'm apprehensive because I don't want to see these two girls, I'd rather have Gabby have her own season. I don't want to see these girls put up against each other. I really hope that this doesn't end in them arguing or any catty behavior from them. So that's my hope for the season. If they can pull it off and it can be done classy, then great. But if they're putting them together on a season for like drama and to put them through exactly what they've been just been through, then fucking shame on you, ABC. That's not what I want to see at all. Thursday. I want a vacation by myself. Like how nice would it be just to go somewhere by yourself and like chill Bring a book, listen to podcasts. Man, that sounds right up my fucking alley right now. Hi, guys. Having a great night. Can you tell? Um, my sister-in-law just sent me a text message and I was fucking dying. It's a video of a TikTok of these friends that they're in Mexico, I think. And the one they're, they're drunk and one of the friends falls over into like a bush. I'm just going to read you the text that she sent. She texted me and she said, um, this reminded me of one night out pre Brett and Megan when I decided that I was going to, when me, Megan decided while we were at lowbrow. Okay, let me start the text over. <laughs> let me just read it verbatim instead of trying to narrate an already narrated text message. Text message. This reminded me of one night out pre Bregan where Megan decided she wanted to go home while we were at Lowbrow. We knew she was sneaky, so Scott and I went looking for her when we noticed she was missing. We found her hiding in a bush waiting for her lift, so we got in a lift with her to go home. And I totally forgot about it. I can't even pinpoint which MS walk this was, but that was so me. I was the queen of just disappearing. Like when it was time to go home and this happened all the time, it was time to go home. First of all, I've been banned by so many lifts for throwing up in them. And I learned my lesson with cabs. So if it was, if I felt it coming, like I needed to get the fuck out. I knew exactly how to time it. My friend Sierra used to get so mad at me because I would do it to her all the time. And she would worry, like she would blow my phone up. When I lived with Summer and Oscar, um, I would do it to them all the time, which was really unfortunate because that was really before Lyft and Uber. So we would all pay like 60 bucks to get where we lived in South Sac from downtown. And then um, instead of splitting, a cab I would lock myself in my room they would like obviously know I was in there because the door would be locked how else would the door be locked but man I wouldn't like come out from the dead until the next day at noon yeah I don't do that anymore I don't drink like that anymore but that's hella funny because I'm sure so many people have stories about me like that Kiki, Cody, Sierra, Summer. I mean, the list is probably long. And apparently my brother and Lolly, which is funny that I tried to do that to them. And it's funny that they were watching me like a hawk. And it's funny that they noticed that I was gone and they caught me in time before I left. And it's funny that I was in a bush. 
I wonder where I lived at that point. Like, I wonder where they took me. That was nice of them. I had a dream last night and I can't, I don't really know who it was about, but it was really sad. And I've been thinking about it all day. And I really wish like, you know, when you can like picture what happened, but you can't see the face, it's like blurry. That's how I feel right now. I don't really know what it was about, but I was really sad in my dream and I was nervous when I woke up because I just got new lashes and I was like, fuck, did I cry in my dream again? I'm not supposed to get my lashes wet for 24 hours after I do them and then something always seems to happen. I watch a good episode of This Is Us or a audition in American Idol that makes me cry or I have a dream that makes me cry, which happened last time I got my lashes done. Something that I meant to bring up yesterday when I was talking about Bachelor stuff is Jesse said that he's going to be the host for the next season of The Bachelorette, which really bums me out. That means that Tasha and Caitlin aren't coming back. Not that I loved them, but I do like the variety and I feel like there's room to grow. And as they got more comfortable in their role, then maybe things would get better. So I'm bummed that they're not going to be given that opportunity. Obviously, people are happy with what Jesse did on this season. And I bet you that was a last minute thing. Obviously, they were probably waiting to see how the season went to figure out who was going to host the next season. So I wonder if Caitlin and Tasha are just like out, out. Like, is there any wiggle room on this decision or what? I've also listened to my podcast today on my walk or most of it with Benny. And um, I noticed a couple things I was talking about about the ba- I noticed a really good point that I wanted to point out. And now I can't remember what it is, which is super frustrating. I wish I would have wrote it down, but I try not to get my phone out when I'm walking because Benny's already rocking, walking slow as fuck as it is. He laid down on our walk tonight, laid down, and then he likes to eat grass. And because his stomach's empty, he throws it up. So we had to stop so he could throw up. And then I get home and I try to feed him his dinner and he won't have any part of it. I'm like, you're obviously starving. He's already lost weight. You're obviously starving. Eat something please, for the love of fucking God. And I hand fed him a couple things and he'll eat it that way. But I mean, it's not enough. He's probably eating like today. He probably ate like 20 morsels of kibble. I don't know how much he's supposed to be having at this point, but he is severely underfed. He didn't stare at us, though, when we were eating dinner tonight, which I feel like has got to be a good sign. Normally, he just stares at us. And I'm like, well, this is awkward. But tonight he didn't do that. So maybe he's getting closer to eating. I don't know. Um, I tried the overnight oats today. So I had it on my first break, like 1145 ish. And it was so good. First of all, I opened it. I put like a cup of oats, a cup of oat milk, um, a cup of low fat Greek yogurt, a spoonful of honey, a splash of um, vanilla, vanilla. What's it called? Vanilla? You know, vanilla. Just vanilla. You know what I'm talking about. Why can't I think of what it's called? Anyways, splash of vanilla. And then this morning I cut up a banana, put a spoonful of peanut butter in it. When I opened it up, though, I was like, this is way too much. So I cut it. I split it in half and put it into a bowl, cut up an entire banana, which was a little bit too much. I probably won't do a full banana tomorrow. And then the spoonful of peanut butter. It filled me up all day. Normally I eat like some eggs and then I snack later on in the afternoon, like a handful of almonds, a handful of walnuts or something like that. Um, Sometimes a Girl Scout cookie because we still have some of those laying around. But today that filled me up, kept me full. I felt like I had more energy. So yeah, I'm excited that I found this and I'm like trying to think of different toppings I could use or like different, like the honey, the banana. I don't know. Everything about it was just so perfect. So I'm so excited that I have it again tomorrow. This is about to be my new routine for a little bit until I get sick of it. If you guys make overnight oats and have good recipes or have other ideas for things that I could put in it, let me know, like maybe a different flavored yogurt, Greek yogurt. And is the longer that I leave it, the better it is, right? Like, like the oats that I made last night. They're going to be good tomorrow still, right? I don't know how overnight oats work. Well, by the time you hear this, I will have found out. Either I'll open it tomorrow and it'll be disgusting or I'll open it and it'll be great. But yeah, it was so freaking good. I'm so happy. I was telling everyone. (laughs) I was texting all my friends. I was like, have you ever had overnight oats? (laughs) Hey, it's me. Um, It's 12, 12 p.m. on a Thursday. Have you ever had overnight oats? Like, hi, just checking in. Um, okay. Well, I think I'm going to go watch Married at First Sight. Brad has to be up super early, so he's about to go to bed, which means I get TV time by myself and I need it more than you know. Bye-bye. Friday. Saturday. I was so excited to wake up today to go to Starbucks to get the toasted vanilla shaken espresso. I've been wanting it since it came out. I just haven't gotten it yet. 
So Brett got it this morning and it's bad. It's so sweet. Like, holy mother of G's. I would probably try it again with like less pumps. And I actually, no, I wouldn't try it again. I'm just stick, stick to the um, brown sugar one because the, to- oh, it's so fucking sweet. I don't like it at all. And I haven't had Starbucks in weeks. So I was like really looking forward to it. Um, no wonder I haven't seen that many people talking about it. Hi, guys. It's Saturday. I didn't do an episode because yesterday or I didn't do a thing because I had a nail appointment. I caved. I just went to the nail place. So everyone sent me a lot of nail salon recommendations, but multiple people said to try nail laundry, which is in the parking lot that Beach Hut used to be in, the Beach Hut that I worked at. And what's crazy is this nail place is in the same spot that the nail shop I used to go to for years and years and years was. It looks totally different inside now, like walls up where they didn't used to be. But um, I called me an appointment for 6 p.m. yesterday. That's the latest that they take appointments. So I got there like 10 minutes early, hoping I was going to be able to get in early. But they had other people in there. They were finishing up. So I actually ended up sitting down 30 minutes late, which was my only like about it. But everything else was phenomenal. Like the service, um, they understood everything that I was saying. Like I was like before, remember, I was like, I want round and she just did them hella square. I was like, I want an almond shape. My nails are to die for. Um, I love them so much. She was quick. She didn't try to massage with like the lotion afterwards. I don't really like that on my hands, my arms. I don't need it. Um, and yeah, it was really good. I definitely will be going back there. Like I loved it. It was just clean inside. It's super nice. I can't wait to get a pedicure there. I think I'm going to go right before Brett's parents come like right before my birthday. So yeah, if you're looking for a place, nail laundry on La Sierra in the same parking lot as like Moss Taco Bar. So, yeah, Um, but I so St. Patrick's Day was my parents anniversary or my dad, my stepmom. I don't know if I had mentioned that the other day. And I had texted my dad in the morning and I was like, hey, happy anniversary. What are you guys doing? And my stepmom texted me back from his phone saying that he was something had happened. And so, you know, you guys know my dad has cancer and the he fractured a bone in his jaw in 2020 and he had to get his to- his whole jaw replaced like he got got uh, it's it's so much anyways and then <clears throat> um which has been like an ongoing thing for the past couple of years as he's been recovering because there's like part of his face that's like kind of sag so he like bites down on it when he's chewing it's like a whole thing so he <clears throat> for a long time there was on like very serious pain medication, weaned himself off. And he hasn't really been on the pain medication since because it doesn't hurt. It's just uncomfortable. Like sometimes when he eats and chews and stuff. And so, um, my stepmom basically said that his, he was in severe pain with his jaw, like something happened. They weren't sure what, and he was, um, like medicating and obviously like from the doctors or whatever. I don't really think anything of it. I just thought maybe, I don't know. I didn't really think anything of it. Right. So I, I texted I was while I was waiting to get my nails done I texted my stepmom and I was like how's dad how are you and right as I was sitting down she called me and so um I answered the phone and I'm not gonna like get into everything that she said but um she made it sound like really really bad and like hit me with like a bunch of stuff like a bunch of news about the cancer about like about a bunch of stuff and so as I'm sitting down to get my nails done. She's like dropping all these bombs on me and we get off the phone and my entire nail appointment, I'm like sitting there trying not to cry. Like there were tears coming down my face at some point, but there was two other girls still in there getting their nails done and they were having a conversation with a girl that works there. And, um, I was just so enthralled in their conversation. Like I just dumped myself right into it as a distraction. And I was staring at them because I was acting as if I was in the conversation, like I was looking at them. And at one point I wanted to be like, I'm just inserting myself because I'm like trying not to cry, have a mental breakdown. Like at one point I was like, I'm going to get up and leave. So then I get home. Um, I pick up a bottle of wine. I picked up some a chicken pita from Pita Cube because that's our shit. And I get home and we eat and then we sit down and we're watching the last couple episodes of that Inspiration 4 thing or Countdown or whatever, which by the way, they have, they, 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 that that definitely already happened. We're about to be on the episode where they go up to space. I had no idea. Um, and they're like, I'm sit- thinking about it. The girl's talking about her dad that died and I'm just like crying. And then it turns to this big thing where I'm like crying all night. My eyes are all puffy today. 
my stepmom took my dad to the emergency room and I'm just kind of waiting to hear from her. So yeah, we, Brett and I were going to clean today. We need to like clean out closets and organize before we like paint more. My office is a mess. There's PlayStation shit sitting in here because we need to clean out the case. There's just, we need to, that was going to be our thing today. But I woke up and was just, my eyes are puffy. I just don't feel like it. Brett was playing video games. So it is 1244 right now. I just got out of bed and took a shower. I laid in bed till like 1215. And just watch TikToks, which is something that I just don't have time to do. <laughs> so it was really nice. And now I'm going to record this and then get ready. And we are going to go to the Kings thing today at Arco and then just come home and chill, be on standby in case like, I don't know, I, my stepmom's able to be at the emergency room with my dad because he's at the VA. So I guess they're a little more lenient there. But anyways, so it was just not a good last 24 hours. And like I just don't know what to think, you know? And we go through things with him all the time. And I think I've talked about it before. I mean, he's gone through so much, so much. He got, when he was still working, he was hanging upside down on a fire engine and his back or neck was hurting. So he went to get, ow, I just scratched the inside of my ear and it hurt. He went to go to get checked out and they found out that like a tumor was holding his head to his spine and he got metal, his whole, like all of his vertebrae had deteriorated and he got metal plating in his head and his neck and his back and was in a coma. And he's been in the hospital so many times for his cancer. He's got a chunk removed from his leg. He's had jaw replaced. Like he's been through so much and he always pulls through. So part of me is always, just like he's fine he's gonna live till he's 100 but then you know when you hear all these things a part of you goes to like a dark place too and that's that's just where I was last night I feel better today um just more relaxed I was just kind of panicked last night and the fact that I couldn't let it out like when it was happening was just really bad timing I should have just waited to call her back um I have a bunch of shit written down here on my notes that I wanted to talk about yesterday but I can't remember what any of it is so, um, first of all, um, someone sent me the love language quiz so I could take it and it is acts of service. You guys are right. Everyone's texting me like your love language is acts of service, but how do I find out what love language I like to give? Um, and then there's also an appall, a way that you like to be apologized to. What was it? I took a screenshot of, I took the test and let's see, um, your apology language. Mine is <clears throat> my primary apology language is planned change. For some individuals, plan change is the convincing factor in an apology. Some mates will doubt the sincerity of an apology if it's not accompanied by their partner's desire to modify their behavior to avoid the situation in the future. Admitting you were wrong creates vulnerability. Vulnerability. Hmm? Did I say that right? It allows your mate to get a glimpse of your heart. The glimpse of true self is assured that apology was sincere. One important aspect of plan change is the verbalization of your desire to change. Your mate cannot read your mind, but you may be trying to change inside if you do not verbalize your desire to change to your mate. Most likely, they will still be hurt. Anyways, it goes on and on and on, and that's totally my apology preference, so they nailed that. Brett, turn the heat up in here. It's freaking hot. It's raining today, which is weird. I think some of this King's thing's outside, so I'm like, do I even bother doing my hair or what? I don't really feel like doing anything. I just know that getting out of the house would do me good. <clears throat> so that's what I'm going to do. I haven't washed my hair in a week, so that was nice. <laughs> I just feel like I need to put myself together. Um, so crazy freaking story. Yesterday I was at work. I, I feel like, okay, I want to tell two stories, but by these stories, you're kind of going to know what I do, which isn't a big deal. I guess you won't be able to pinpoint the company. Mm. Anyways, just took a disgusting taste of my iced coffee. One thing is this guy called yesterday and was like, why is my why is my bill so high? And first thing I was like, well, what do you keep your thermostat set at? Like your heater. And he was like, I don't know, 80. I'm like, fucking 80 degrees. That's why your bill is so high. 80 degrees. My God. And this other girl called and she was trying to stop service on her account um, due to a fire. Okay. And I was like, we, she sounded like she was my age. We were like vibing on the call. And I was like, what happened? So here's what happened. She was dog sitting a Labradoodle at her house. Her house that she just bought, I think she said uh, in October or November. It was the first house that she's ever bought. Okay. She's dog sitting. She has to, excuse me, (laughs) right into the microphone. I couldn't turn my head to do that. She, Jesus, she is, I know coffee's probably not helping or the dairy. Oh, I guess oat milk isn't dairy. Okay, focus, Megan. She has two chihuahuas. She's um, house-sitting or she's dog-sitting a Labradoodle at her house. She steps out to go to Trader Joe's. She just needs to go to the grocery store. She says she's like two miles away. 
And she comes home and there has been a fire. Okay. So um, not only that, when the fire department came into the house, the Labradoodle that she was dog sitting ran out. She found it after two days, but ran out. So what happened was there were a bag of treats up on the counter next to the stove and she had a gas range. And so just like our house, you even like turn that knob. You don't really, I mean, you do have to push down to light it, but if you just turn the knob, you can smell gas, like gas is coming out. <clears throat> um, and so the dog hits the knob, gas is coming out of the range and the dog gets up on the counter and knocks the bags of treats, knocks the bag of treats over, and a flame ignites. Okay? <laughs> this is freaking crazy. She said that it, the fire took, like, her kitchen, her living room, like, a lot of the house. Um, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah. So here's where it gets crazier. She said that the fire marshal and her insurance company said that this is like one of the top claims that they see for house fires is animals or dogs trying to get up on the counter, hitting the range. And they said it's just like a poor design, like of the of the stoves that are able to do that or whatever that are can just like. You just have to turn it. Like, you do have to push down to ignite the flame, but gas can escape if you just turn the knob. I know because this happened one of the first times that we were using it or, like, when I was cleaning it when we first moved in. But I was like, you always have to make sure the gas is all the way to the left because we were smelling gas. Then one day, I was smelling gas in the house, and I came downstairs, and one of them had been, like, turned, and Brett didn't smell it. I was like, how did you not smell that? Anyways, they said that this is super – so now I'm paranoid. You guys know how paranoid I am. They said this is a super common way that house fires start. And I was like – The people you were dog sitting for must feel so bad. And they were like, no, they're mad at me for leaving. I was like, you're not allowed to leave? Like, their dog's that psychotic that you can't leave? You're not allowed to leave the house, your own house? And she was like, yeah, they won't talk to me. And I'm sure they were scared that the dog got out and stuff, but the dog was fine. Like, the girl that I was talking to said that she didn't even, like, call the insurance company. She didn't do any of that until the dog was found. Like, she was so stressed about the dog being gone. Her animals were fine. Um, but she has to, they said that the house is going to take nine months to a year to like rehab. It's so bad. So she's like, stay, she's like trying to find housing. She said she has no family out here. Like I felt so bad for her. I just, I cannot believe she gave me so much information. I was in shock. And so she's like, yeah, so my insurance company and, um, even the fire marshal was saying like, if you have that type of stove, like take the knobs off if you're going to leave for like an extended period of time, because it's like a huge hazard. And so I, I told Brett, obviously, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, we need to take the knobs out every time we leave the house. And he's like, Jesus Christ, like paranoia. He couldn't believe it either, though. Like, you're a dog, not even your dog. She was like, so, yeah, Labr- the moral of the story is be careful with your animals if you have any. And Labradoodles are, are psychotic. I was like, I literally have a Labradoodle. <laughs> um, but isn't that freaking crazy? Can you imagine dog sitting and then the dog that you're house sitting catches your house on on fire, trying to get treats on the counter. We don't leave treats up there. There are like treat buckets are up there, but we never give treats out of that bucket. It's really just Chuck's bucket of treats. And Chuck can't get up there. He can't jump from the, from the ground to the counter on that side. But how scary is that? I felt so bad for her. Like, I wish I could have done something for her. We were on the phone for like 30 minutes. So yeah, that's my weekend so far. I really don't have anything else to say. I need to go get ready and blow dry my hair. Okay, bye. Sunday. Well, hello there. Happy Sunday. Um, Just a little update on my dad, just since that was probably like the only thing I talked about yesterday because it was heavy on my mind. Um, They went to the ER. They did like scans and stuff. They weren't able to find anything. No like fractures or... I don't know. They did a CT scan when I guess my stepmom was saying they should have done an MRI. I don't... They sent him home. They gave him some morphine and some pain medication. Then he's going to see his normal doctor on Tuesday. So we'll hopefully get more information then. Really wish I could go over there, but he's just not. He's like sleeping most of the time because he's on medication and stuff. Um, so yesterday we went to the King's event, right? This was the plan for like a week and a half or what, since whenever it was announced, I was super excited about it. Took a shower, did my hair, got ready. Um, we go out there And I was texting my friend Courtney, who's a season ticket member, when I was leaving. And I was like, oh, did you already go? Are you out there now? And she was like, no, we went early. 
which was smart. I had no idea. The email that they sent out was like, Cut rain or shine, bring an umbrella because it might be raining. Um, right when you pull in at lot seven or five or seven, there will be a person there guiding you on where to go. That The lie detector said that was a lie. I just read that Maury got canceled after 30 seasons. Um, so... We pull in. The line's like super long to get in. We find a spot and we're walking up and there are these guys hanging out the back of their truck. And I heard them saying that um, there's a bunch of free stuff and that it's like, a, I didn't know there was going to be free stuff there. Courtney told me that they were like, there were basketballs, jerseys, posters, cups, like all this stuff. And these guys were saying that it's basically a free for all and you could just grab whatever you want and as much as you want. No one's like limiting it. So we get a little closer and the line looks super long already. We cannot even find the back of it. We walk for a solid five minutes and we cannot find the back of the line. And so I'm like, it's not worth it. Like, it's not worth it. (laughs) Brett was like, let's just leave. So we were going to leave. But then like people were walking up and just walking to the front of the line. Like because the line was so long, but it was also moving. So there were a couple points where I thought that it wasn't actually a line. It was just people walking up to the line. And I think that's what other people might have thought, too, because there were some people just walking right to the front of the line. And so Brett was like, we should just walk to the front of the line. I was like, no, that's so embarrassing. He was like, I'm doing it. And I started to get like sweating. I felt so bad. Um, but we just like walked up to the front of the line. Like there was tons of different lines. And we just walked up and we stood there and I like started looking at my phone. I said to Brett, is anyone looking at us? And he was like, yep. I was like, oh, my God. Then we get in and there is a line wrapped around the entire parking lot to get into where all the free shit is. And I was like, I'm not pushing in front of anyone else. There's a hella long line to get inside of Arco. And then aside from that, it's just like people walking around. But there's nothing else to see there. There is the there. There's a big screen where they're playing old clips. So people are gathered around that. The KHDK tents there. Then this big tent area where all the free shit is. And you just see people walking around with bags and boxes and posters i got like a little peek in there there was so much free shit what i think this was was an event for arco arena to unload all their inventory so they didn't have to figure out how they were going to get rid of all of it like there was staff just bringing down boxes and boxes of merch basketballs t-shirts um you name it they had it and so Brett was like well let's get a beer i was like uh yeah i found it on the way here that there isn't any beer there's just food trucks so it was a shit show of an event. They never even checked our tickets. No one checked our tickets. We just walked right in. So, um, yeah, we stayed for a whole of about 10 minutes and then we left because I just wasn't. So anyone that saw me cut in line, if it, I was like, what if someone like that I know is watching me do this? That's so embarrassing. So if anyone that's if anyone saw me cut in line and thought that I was a janky ass bitch, you're right. My apologies. Me cutting in line didn't hinder you from doing anything once you got inside. It might have prolonged you getting inside by by about 10 seconds, but I didn't have a bag with me. I whipped right through security. So I really didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it was a total waste of time. I can see why it was free now. It was not organized at all. It was a complete shit show. I wish that I still had season tickets so I could have gone in early because I really just wanted Brett to see the inside. I'm like bummed that he didn't get to see that. And then I was pissed because I had gotten ready you know we're out now and so Brett's like well do you just want to go to lunch and I was like sure I guess so so we ended up going to Shady Lady which the service is always fucking bad there I didn't want to go there because the ambiance it was like daytime you know but we just couldn't agree Brett wanted to go to Iron Horse and I'm like fuck no I'm never going to Iron Horse again so we went to Shady Lady I got some po'boy sliders that were really good one Aperella spritz came home filmed a few TikToks because um, I'm trying to you know make that TikTok life my life (laughs) But I'm so bad at it. Filmed about two TikTok videos. And then I took Benny, washed off all my makeup, took Benny for a walk, came home. We watched the final episode of Inspiration 4, which is so good. Oh, it was so good. You definitely have to watch it. It is such a good documentary. Four parts on Netflix. Countdown Inspiration 4 space shuttle or something. You'll find it. And then we started watching Bad Vegan. It was either between Bad Vegan and Pieces of Her. So we decided on Bad Vegan. We watched almost all the episodes last night. We have one left. We're going to watch it today, but we both were super tired. And then I want to watch the new Ben Affleck movie, Deepwater. Everyone's talking about it. Some people have said it's terrible, but some people have said that it's really good. So plan on watching that today. Um, while I was on my walk, I listened to the most uh, latest episode of the Bitch Bible. I'm just overall podcast right now. I can't get into anything. A lot of you have sent me recommendations. I've tried. I can't do it. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just wa- listen to the last episode of the Bitch Bible. 
in it, she talks about how she has a hotline, which I never knew. And so um, she was like, call it, leave me a voicemail. You know, maybe I'll call you back. Maybe I'll feature you on the podcast. So I thought she said it was 888-bitched. So I dialed that first. And then um, I get this like recording. It's like, uh, thank you for participating in this survey. If you are over the age of 50, press three. If you are under the age of 50, press two. So I pressed two and then it hung up on me. I was like, fuck, what did I just sign myself up for? And then I was like, maybe it was 800-bitch. So then I dial that. The same recording. And so I hang up. So I have to go back in the podcast, find the phone number. It's 833-bitched. So so it's Jackie on the voicemail who is on the bitch Bible and it goes beep. And I was like, I'm walking my dog right now. I was like, I just tried to die. I basically told the story. I just told you how I dialed those other two numbers. And I was like, I'm holding a bag of shit, trying to pull my phone out of my fanny pack to find the part in the podcast where you gave the phone number. Then I have to pull my phone back out and fucking dial it. I was like, it's not easy. I was like, I'm out of breath because I'm walking my dog. I was like, I um, have my own. I have a podcast of my own. I could have made the voicemail better, but I didn't want it to sound too rehearsed. So I just went with it. So I was like, I have a podcast of my own. I was like, you always talk about how celebrities flake on you and you like really thrive when you have a guest. I'm like, I'm telling you, we are simpatico. So you should have me on the podcast and it would be great. Let me know. And I gave her my name and my phone number. I want to call back and be like, I was on a, I was not thinking clearly. I was on a walk. The wind was blowing in my face. But here are some follow-up, follow-up that you might need to go along with that. Like some more details, like the name of my podcast that I've never missed an ep- I've missed one episode in two years because I was in England. I'm a loyal, consistent-ass bitch. But I don't want to seem like I'm trying too hard. Would it be funny if I left a voicemail once a week? She says she doesn't check it that consistently. It sounds like a segment that she tried to insert when she's like having a slow week, which I totally understand. There's some weeks where I have nothing to talk about. And I'm like, well, guys, sorry for this 30 minute episode. It seems like she saves it for when she needs filler. So um, should I just should I blow her up? I mean, I don't really know. I don't know what to do but I was like laughing at myself after I did it because I was also trying to be quiet because I'm like walking by houses and I'm like trying to be funny but not too funny because she would catch on to that you know anyways she's probably never gonna call me back bad vegan so interesting it's about this woman who owned this vegan restaurant in New York City and it's basically like the tinder swindler but earlier like in the 90s early 2000s before tinder existed basically and it's more wild this guy basically promised this girl and her dog she was obsessed with her dog like immortality and that's where i'm gonna leave it i don't want to give away too much you gotta watch it on netflix um i tried the bud light seltzer tropical flavors because there was like a spicy pineapple there was nothing spicy about it all the flavors were disgusting i was so mad at myself that i even wasted calories on it do not buy do not buy last thing i want to say front street emailed me today (laughs) and i'm being removed from the volunteer list unless i reply to the email but the girl that's like the organization of front street right now is the girl that like for whatever reason doesn't like me anymore because i got benny or whatever and so it was weird. The email was weird because it had her name at the bottom, but like her assistant or an intern or something sent me the email. So it had both of their email stamps on it, but like she didn't want to send me the email directly. I have no idea. It was so awkward. And I just saw it and I'm like, this makes me really sad. Um, I don't really know how I got to this point because I still hold such a special, like Front Street has like such a special place in my heart for so many reasons. And um, I don't volunteer there anymore. I haven't volunteered in a long time. I haven't fostered in a long time. I haven't done my spin of the week in a long time. But it just like sucks. I was talking to someone actually at the King's event, um, fellow podcaster that I just met for the first time. And he was, we were talking about Brewfest. He really likes to go to those. And, I, and we were talking about the Front Street Animal Brewfest. I was like, I did read that that's happening again this year. And I fully intend to go. Like, like 100%. Like, I obviously, I'm not like trying to do my videos there anymore. I don't have time to do that anyways. But it just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like excommunicated from this animal shelter, which is just sad because it's not about like the petty drama. I didn't even do anything. Um, but I f- there make me feel like I have there as in like a very small group as in like one person. Um, but I just don't know anyone else there anymore. Well, I do. I just know two people that still work there. And I just don't, I mean, like, I don't know, life just gets in the way. Anyways, I got the email today and I was like laughing at it because I'm like, okay, like, I wonder if anyone else got this or if it's just me. I'm just, I like, it hurts my heart. It makes me really sad. So Anyways, I still share their videos and posts all the time on the social media pages that I run because I am not petty. I post all the available animals that are up for adoption. I post news about Front Street on our Facebook pages. So bye. I'm always going to love Front Street, even though they don't love me anymore. So we have people coming over that are going to be watching Benny and Chuck while we're in Disney. And um, 
We're doing our normal thanks for watching the animals thing where they're going to come over and we're going to cook some pizzas and show them the ropes. And I was so hungry. So I just scarfed down like a ton of pita chips. Now I'm not hungry and they're going to be here any second. Isn't that great? Monday. I've been dying for Brett to try my overnight oats because I thought he was going to love them. So today he um, woke up, asked me if I wanted a Jamba Juice. You guys would be so proud. I said no, because although I did want one, I don't need a Jamba Juice and overnight oats. And I had already made the overnight oats like I fucking need to eat them, right? It's like when you go to the store and you buy all this healthy shit or like you just buy food in general and then you don't eat it. So I was like, no, I don't want it. Came home from Jamba Juice. I watched him drink it and I was like, oh, that looks so good. Anyways, my break comes around. I make Brett and I a bowl of overnight oats. So I put the oats into two separate bowls, slice up a banana, split it in half, a scoop of peanut butter in each bowl, bring it up to him. Two seconds later, he comes downstairs. He's on a conference call. I think so. He can't like talk to me. I think he's going to come down to like give me a thumbs up on how good it is. He comes down with the bowl with the most disgusted look in his face. And he's like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> later, I was like, well, what didn't you like about it? He was like the texture, I think. I don't know, but it's disgusting. <sighs> so I was mad because I thought that he wasted it. But then I just put it in a Tupperware and hopefully it'll still be good tomorrow. What's a banana like after it's already been like cut up? And then yesterday, Brett comes home from the store. And he's like, guess what? I got us a spaghetti squash from the store so that I can make so we can make use of spaghetti, spaghetti squash this week. And I was like, oh, cool. And he was like, yeah, so it's just a I just got a butternut squash. And I was like, huh? I thought you just said you got a spaghetti squash. And he was like, yeah, don't you make spaghetti out of butternut squash? I was like, no, he had me second guessing it. I had to Google it. And I was like, no. So we have this butternut squash. So today he his mom gave him a soup recipe. I love butternut squash soup. It's like my favorite. So. Brett's like, it's healthy. And so I look at the recipe and I was like, why does it say there's blue cheese and buttermilk in it? He was like, just a sprinkle on the top. Trust me. So he made it today while or tonight while I was on my walk with Benny. Uh, I came home. It's so good. It wasn't that good on its own. It ne- our, our pepper shaker's not working that well right now. We need to buy a new one. I tried to buy this two-in-one. Brett hates it. He's like, it doesn't work. Quit trying to minimize what's on our counter because then he just gets the old shit out. And he, anyways, defeats the whole purpose. I need to order more pepper. So there wasn't enough like salt and pepper in it. And then he put just like a little spoonful of that blue cheese buttermilk like mixture on top. And then I crushed some walnuts on top. It was so freaking good. If anyone wants the recipe, let me know. I'll send it. It was bomb. And then he made a chicken curry, which is not what I was expecting tonight. He bought this chicken curry stuff and I thought he was just going to like marinate the chicken in it. But no, he cut it up with bell peppers and onions and stuff. And I just wasn't in the mood for that. So I'm glad that I have the soup as a backup. Um, and then, yeah, so over the weekend, I called this tree company that had previously given us a quote to just trim the trees in the front yard. Now we want them completely cut down. And the guy said he was going to call me back on Monday. So today we get a knock on the door and it's the guy. He just showed up and he was like, what did I quote you before? And I Brett told him like 1900 or whatever, because that was what it was um, just to trim the trees, like cut them in half. And now we want him all the way gone. He was like, 20, I'll do it. 2300 cash. So I'm fucking pumped that we're going to get him done. And then I know that I talked about landscapers before, but we're like really ready now. So Gr- Brett was like, we need to lay the grass first and then do the fence. And I'm like, no, no, no. Opposite. He said, we need to do the f- So we want a fence in the front yard. I want like a really nice modern looking fence. Brett's like, we just need a white picket fence, but it doesn't need to be white. Like we'll just paint it brown, like a higher one though. And we want it to like lock so that like, you can't, Benny can like go onto the front area with us. And like every time we open the front door, he just wants to run out. And I just would like a little more secure area in the front. So I was looking up these like really nice modern fences and Brett's like, it's going to be so expensive. I'm like, well, what? we don't know. Let's just get a quote. And we'll find out. So I put my feelers out for landscapers again. I know my friend Jen sent me someone. Someone else sent me someone too. Um, but I am, you know, going to be pricing. I'm going to be getting quotes and going with the best quote, offer, whatever. We really just want to grass the front yard, do some white gravel up towards the front and some potted plants like cactus and then do the fence around the yard. And it's going to look so nice. Like I can picture it in my head and it looks so freaking nice. Like it's going to up the game of this house big time because right now the front yard is a mess. I'll post a picture of what the Chuck podcast, although I feel kind of weird about that because eh, maybe, I don't know. It just feels weird. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. <laughs> Um, so I put out my feelers with a couple landscapers waiting for some calls, waiting for some texts just to see this one company reached out to me on Instagram, but I looked at their before and afters and I really honestly wouldn't have been able to tell what's the before and what's the after if it wasn't labeled. So I'm a little unsure about that, you know, um, 
pieces of her. We started pieces of her. Is that what it's called last night? It's on Netflix. We only watched the first episode. It's real good. I cannot wait to like, I'm already showered. Brett's in the shower right now. I'm recording this. We're going to get on the couch, watch an episode, and then we need to go to bed early because tomorrow we're back to our normal routine. So I got real comfortable after I had my vertigo, just sleeping in. I've been sleeping till like 730, getting up, doing my shows, not having enough time to do anything else besides shower. But I want to go back to my routine of waking up, doing my shows, doing a Peloton. I feel like it's just like a good start to the day gets those good endorphins flowing and I just want to be in a better routine. Um, my walks have not been hitting my goals. I'm at 728 calories. I need to hit 800. I'm going to bed in a half an hour. So that's probably not going to happen. I get that's good for my serotonin to see all those fucking exercise rings, the exercise ring, the move ring and the stand ring. Even though the stand ring gives me way more credit than I should have. I definitely don't stand up for 12 hours a day. I feel like my uh, maybe I stand up once an hour. I don't really know. But anyway, so Brett's going to start riding the Peloton again. He hasn't rode the Peloton in like legit over a year. And that's it. I need to go do the little, um, that little massage gun that I have. I haven't done that in weeks either. I just need to get back to it because I was in a really great routine before I got the Verdano. Tuesday. I have three landscapers coming and I'm really excited. I have someone coming tomorrow morning and then two people coming this Saturday. Going to get all the quotes and figure out what the best plan of action is. But the thing is like... Typically, I would just pawn this off on Brett, but I don't want Brett to be in charge because Brett was just going to be like, grass it all, white picket fence. He wants a white picket fence. And I, I I don't want a white picket fence. I want a fence. I don't want it to be a white picket fence. And I don't want just grass. I'll show you some inspo pictures um, at What the Chuck podcast on Instagram. Um, honestly, going to make this a little short. Was on, not feeling great today. Was feeling nauseous. I can definitely feel... Um, queasy when I'm laying on my right ear and I was feeling nauseous last night felt nauseous all day today um and then I was on my walk with Benny and it was hella hot outside today like our house is 78 degrees inside right now because Brad just made dinner I was on my walk with Benny. He's walking super slow because he's not eating. Blah, blah, blah. Heard it all before and we were rounding this corner and I saw it as my left foot was up I saw it on the ground, but it's like it was too late. My foot was already coming down and I like tried to gently tap my foot before I moved. Benny is so jumpy. If you like hustle your feet behind him, he gets so scared and then you're tripping over him. So anyways, I didn't want to make a big commotion because then he would fall and I would fall like we are just the clumsiest people walking people and dog walking next to each other. I stepped on a ladybug and killed it like it was definitely smashed. And I couldn't stop thinking about it for like the next mile of my walk. I was like, oh, my God, that's got to be bad luck. Right. And then I saw another one on a fence. I was going to take a picture of it, but I didn't want to stop because I was just trying to get home. So I was just like, man, I can't believe that I that's got to be, you know, bad luck. Something bad's going to happen. And so I texted my dad before the walk. So I haven't talked to him in over a week now because he's just not been able to talk because he's been in too much pain. And I knew he was going to the to his to see one of his doctors today. And so I said, how was your appointment? He wrote back bad, checked into the hospital. So I immediately called my stepmom. She didn't answer. She called me back. She basically said they don't know what the deal is. He's been to the VA three times now, the VA emergency room. And every time it's been something else. The first time they couldn't find anything. The second time they said it was an ear infection. This time they're saying it's not an ear infection, that the pain from the jaws just spread up to the ear. Like they have no idea. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm just like not in a good headspace today. I don't really feel like chatting. I don't really have anything to chat about. My back's hurting. I just want to lay out on the couch and veg and not think about anything for the next I don't know, till I have to start work tomorrow or till, till, the, till the guy comes over to give us a little quotey quote on the front yard, which I'm really excited about. It's like the only thing I'm looking forward to right now. Benny and Chuck are both getting groomed tomorrow, which also gives me extreme anxiety. Number one, I don't want to get yelled at. Number two, I hate having to get Chuck groomed because I just feel so bad. He hates it so much. So I always get really bad anxiety before I know that that's coming. So Yay for all the things that are on my mind right now. Follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. I'm really worried not with now without The Bachelor that my episodes are going to get shorter. I feel like I don't really talk about The Bachelor that much, but these past few episodes, I've really gone in on it. Rate this podcast five stars if you haven't done so already. There was something else that I wanted to talk about. I can't remember. Okay, bye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.